Hi, and welcome back. Episode 9, we're almost there. This episode is all about teamwork. Yes. Um, relationships done right produce the ultimate team. Um, done, done wrong, however, they can produce personal hell. Um, join us for tips on how to navigate three of the biggest deterrents to teamwork. These things shut people down and just knock out the team that you thought you had when you said, okay, let's partner up with this other person. Right. And we want you to just really unpack this episode with us. We, again, walk you through it, giving you some real practical steps, some some insight to help you just focus in on how teamwork, again, when done well, produces a phenomenal team. That's right. And here's a little extra. At the end of this episode, after you, you know, you're doing all your teamwork, we want you to stay tuned. At the end of this episode, there is a way for you to join us and catch more episodes like this, but also ways for you to see us as we're sharing episodes with us for you to get actual calls with Colin and I, for you to get some When Love Works gear. There's a way for you to be a part of this work and it's When Love Works movement by joining us on Patreon. So stay tuned at the end of this episode for more on how to support the work and help us continue sharing these tools. Enjoy this episode on Teamwork. Hi, I'm Colin. And I'm Elitia. We're the host of When, when Love, Love Works. Works. This podcast is about the real work of relationships. Each episode will focus on the how-tos of building, repairing, and sustaining healthy relationships. Yeah, the goal of the When Love Works podcast is to provide our listeners with the education, practical techniques, and options to be successful across all their relationships. So, so let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Welcome, welcome. Today in this episode, we get into teamwork, one of our favorite topics. Last week, we talked about the three C's and the week before that, the ego. If you haven't heard those episodes, please go back and listen. Like literally pause right now and go back. We want you to get the most out of these episodes. That's right. The common aim in all of the prior broadcasts has been to awaken you to the most common deterrence of teamwork. Increase your relationship skills, IQ, and help you to navigate your relationships more optimally. That's right. We are your biggest cheerleaders when it comes to love at work. And when I say biggest cheerleaders, I'm literally talking about Colin and I are in the background saying, you got this. You can make love work in every area of your life. And we recognize, though, that love is a verb. So we recognize that we want you to put in some work. So at When Love Works, we have your back because we stand for all things healthy relationships. That's why we're excited about this week's question and the letter that came in because it really helps us dive into teamwork and how maybe teamwork wasn't working for this couple. So we're excited about it. Okay. Well, let's jump right in. The letter this week reads, Hi, Cullen and Aletia. I am married to my partner who uses scripture to manipulate me. I grew up in a household where we were at church all the time. We were there all day on Sunday. And much of the week as well. My husband knows this about me. And he has his pet scriptures that he references to paralyze me. And help strengthen his self-interest. The sad part about it is. I would do the things he asks willingly anyway. Because I love him. And I'm hurt by him feeling he needs to stick a metaphoric gun in my ribs. To get something from me that I would give him willingly anyway. Mm -hmm. Lately however I have answered his manipulation with the silent treatment. 
and and, and unavailability because I have been afraid of saying something mean to him that I would regret out of anger. Mm. But being a manipulator himself, he sees the world that way. The same, you know, he sees everybody as being like him. So he thinks I'm trying to manipulate him back. Now he's being judgmental in hopes that this will guilt me into submitting so he can continue to get his way. I don't believe in divorce, but honestly, this is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I am not taking this anymore. I would appreciate any help the two of you can give. Yeah, this one is a tough one. And we recommend yeah. immediately that this couple get help, whether with us or with someone else. Um, any other relationship support they could get because this one would take more unpacking than could happen over the course of one podcast episode. But this letter is ideal because it represents a great base for us to really go into teamwork and and unpack it for you. So we're excited about it. Yep. At When Love Works, we stand for everything healthy relationships. And when it comes to teamwork, we want you to be very clear on what gets in the way of teamwork, teamwork in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And before we wrap up season one in this episode, we want to make sure that you know the top three deterrents of teamwork because it goes along with the theme of this entire season, which is Relationships 101, because this is all about the re-education of relationships because we recognize that there's a void when it comes to relationship education. So season one has been committed to all things basic, fundamental, relationship health 101. Okay, so let's jump in with those top three other deterrents to teamwork. Um, The number one is uh, when a partner feels like it's, Someone else's response, well, their partner's responsibility to serve them. Mm-hmm. Now, you these know. are people in a committed relationship saying, yes. my partner's responsibility is to serve me. And a lot of times, <laughs> the person um, the person that, that expects these things is, is doing this prior to, 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 to the person even knowing it. And it could be a minor service like, you know, something simple like taking out the garbage uh, or, you know, washing dishes, on up to major things like being the sole breadwinner. And or, we've heard this throughout the work that we've done across the, like there are several examples of this. And, and for, again, you may say, okay, it's minor, but we heard people actually say, oh no, when I'm in a committed relationship or a long-term partnership, I don't, ex- I, I, my partner will serve me in this way because I will never do laundry again. I will yeah. never shovel snow again. I will not, I don't know where y'all are listening from, but thank y'all for listening. Wait, can we just pause and say that we have listeners in Bulgaria, Australia? Like, we, we're global, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You, we appreciate you. you. We appreciate you. And we recognize that some of the conversations we've heard from our listeners and from just people in relationships in general have been anywhere from, I am never going to do this because I'm in this relationship. Therefore, my partner is to serve me in this way. Right. And that may mean I will never have to work again or um, all of the uh, financial responsibilities is supposed is supposed to like that right. whole um, language of supposed to. That is the first deterrent to teamwork when you have this notion and this belief that is grounded in you, and you like it was traditionalized throughout your family, society, whomever you got it from. But you believe that it's your partner's responsibility to serve you, and we're saying that's the first thing that's going to get in the way of teamwork right. to 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 get it out the way and to make sure your relationship is healthy. Though the way to combat that is to focus on serving. Yes. It is that's it that is the answer. If both people if both partners are focused on serving, both people are covered. Whew. 
That's what you go in a relationship for, to serve, not to be served. You hear me? 100% and of the relationship is covered. It's a full-time job keeping up with somebody serving you. And it's, and it's But being served, I mean, serving is, is an awesome experience. Yeah, and it's a better use of your time. Relationships, we want you to focus on serving. Your first role in making sure you have teamwork that is working and optimal in your relationship is to focus on serving. Yes. Please take your eyes off how you are being served. No, right. focus on your individual part in that relationship. Yeah. It, I, the second one is the second deterrent is oh, this is this this one mm-hmm. is insidious. It's mm-hmm. it's it's when a partner when you're in a prison of your of your partner's assumptions, yeah. this this is an, an actual prison. It it um, you can actually physically escape uh, prison. Um, it, many people have done it, um, but a, a mental or spiritual one follows you around everywhere you go, mm. and when you when you you know, and this is not um, site specific stuff here. And that's pretty insidious. And um, so it's, this is when somebody, I can even use service and build on that. This is when somebody just assumes that you're going to take care of them for the rest of their life. I'm building on the, the service one. You, your assumption is is there. So you now, like your partner comes up to you. And most of the time, guys, this is after marriage or after you're, you're firmly in a commitment mm-hmm. where the person comes up to you and introduces to you, oh, yeah, I just assumed that you would take care of me for the rest of my life. Or I just assumed that you would take a backseat to my career. Or, and Colin is being very generous because I don't think this ever is a conversation <clears throat> because people are three years in, six years in, seven months in, and they have these expectations and assumptions that they are living under that they have no clue about. And they that's never why signed on they for They never it. signed on for it. And that's why we know that this is the same. And all the years of doing this work and in all the relationships we've seen, this is one of the biggest ones that jumps up at us right. is that whole my partner is i put my partner in the prison of my assumptions or i am in a prison of my partner's assumptions and expectations and we're saying we know that that is directly just going to shut down your teamwork because you had no upfront choice to opt out of it yeah instead you are seven months in you're six years in you're three years in and you have these not spoken because colin is being general i don't think people speak these expectations at the front you are you are six months in saying, hmm, we, we're not connecting as a team. We're not clicking. And I'm telling you what's underlying. What's yeah, underlying? I'm not saying that they that they ever spoke these things. I'm saying just the opposite. I'm saying exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. that it at some point it does become something that you address them mm-hmm. about. And that's when it it becomes problematic because exactly. you can't take yeah. it anymore. Yeah, it's a, pro- because, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. it becomes yeah. vocal only with you. But this person has been operating in that realm whether without without you realizing it and now you're like wait 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 i'm yep. always the one that's you know yep. doing the work yeah picking up the tab doing this yeah and I, that's, that's why I, the, yep. the person in this letter even is a good example of how she was saying okay my partner uses scripture like that's a expectation that the partner right. said when i use these phrases i expect my partner to fall in line that's in the sum that's an expectation that this 
person that wrote in just realized after marriage, after they're already in it. And we're saying to combat and make sure no one's in a prison and any, you're not putting people in prison and your partner's not putting you in prison. The way to overcome this deterrent to teamwork is to hold a state of the relationship, hold a town hall, say, listen, no, we're going to have a state of the relationship conversation. And we're going to get clear on our vision of what is teamwork. Both of you have to just lay out what is your vision right. of teamwork. Get it all out in the Get open. Get it all out. Yeah, I mean, we said town hall really loosely, but we're just saying come together, get it all out and on the table so so this person has to own it and hear themselves say this thing before you and stand behind it. And and we we are proponents of proactive work. Like we recognize that we're saying that this disrupts teamwork after people have committed because we recognize that in the model and in, in how relationships are right now, it's a trial and error method. And I even experienced this in my first marriage where I was in a prison of my partner's expectations when it came to finances. Therefore, upfront, I did not have the choice to opt out. Instead, we were married. We had actually planned a child and I did not really have the clear vision that my partner believed that when it came to finances, his way was was where it was supposed to like flesh out and again we're saying please use the proactive model have these conversations in dating and in courtship so you can make a choice right but we recognize that there are some listeners who may already be in committed relationships and you're like oh man I think that's what's happening in my my relationship. I'm about to snap because it must be some expectation my partner has that I never heard my partner say. Right. But that's why we're not a team. So we're saying to respond to this, hold the state of the relationship conversation, get very clear, and then make a choice because you always have three choices. And and when this happened to me in my first marriage, you have three choices. I'm going to share them with you, and you can make your choice be your choice. In my situation i chose choice number three which is to leave but the first choice you have is you could stay and do nothing and say nothing you could stay and do the work where you two actually have to coordinate how the vision is going to look when it comes to both of you being healthy teammates and then the third option again is to leave so you two have to have a state of the relationship town hall that's the response to when you all are both in prisons and if you if you listen to this and you're feeling some kind of way about it or you you're feeling like i mean look don't beat yourself up uh, if 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 this mm-hmm. came under your radar for a long time because a lot of times we have to coach givers because givers are focused only on giving and they love giving and they're not focused they think everybody is like them until mm-hmm. they realize that they're not mm-hmm. and givers have to set limits because takers rarely do and when you're in a relationship with the taker it has it, it becomes just like a bank account you you know and i'm not talking about necessarily a marriage but i'm talking about and we're talking about the wide range of you know givers really have to set limits because the taker's not pouring back into you mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. anyway um and the third one is judgment um um judgment is the the, the most violent one of yep. the three it, it it turns everything into the blame game. You two will not be a team if yes. judgment is in, like, if you think of a sports analogy, if you two are both on the same basketball team and you your goal is to get the ball in the hoop, judgment is going to enter and be trying to take the ball out your hand and hit it off this person's hand, and you both have one goal, and judgment is going to disrupt that goal every time. Instead of collaborative conversations where creativity is needed, 
you know, that 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 stuff, you know, it, that's going to all evaporate once the judging starts coming. I've worked in the creative environment for, for, for years, and if they, there's nothing that destroys creative ideas like somebody coming in the room and being judgmental and, and casting blame. It just gets everybody tight, and whereas before all these awesome ideas were flowing, Loose. everything dries up, mm-hmm. and people... Spend all their creativity on trying to, to create alibis. Mm-hmm. We are, when love works, believes in saving you time, energy, and resources, right? And we know that judgment will dry up all that energy that you're supposed to be using on creativity and being yep. loose and free and free-flowing love. Because now you're going to be uh, thinking about, wait, I didn't do this. Wait, no, you did that. No, I didn't do this. Like, if, if you could imagine, if you could just see my head bopping right now. You can imagine a pendulum swinging back and forth because you two will be spending energy creating alibis because you're going to be shifting the blame. No, you're going to be proving your point and you're going to shift it back and they have to prove their point. That's a lot of energy. There's a lot of energy. Judgment is wasted energy. Um, And I think that's why the sages over the years have, have, you know, all said, you know, veer away. Um, if, If judging, if there were any value in judging, I, I, you know, I think that, you know, it, it, they wouldn't, it wouldn't be so many sages who, you know, I mean, it's hard to get people to agree on anything, but almost everybody agrees that ju- judgment is a waste of time. Yep. No matter what religious, spiritual outlook you have, the sage and all wise people tell you the response to this deterrent yep. is to stop judging. And they, that and, the they, and that's all they give you. They just tell you to stop, which, which implies that. It's, this is not it's not like this is a a, um, a learning curve on it. It's just something that you have to commit to doing. And you might be bad at it at first or, or whatever. Or it might just be something that's not. It's just something that it's a habit that you have to build in yourself. Yes. But, but commit to it. It's worth here, it. We're here cheering you on. Yep. Commit to focus on service, serving. Because if you serve and your partner serve, the whole relationship, everybody being served. That's yeah. the first thing we want you to commit to. That's why we wrote Love Literacy. It's a conscious journey to healthy relationships. Never suffer in silence or struggle in love. Get your copy of Love Literacy. It's available in print, ebook, and the audio book is available right now for pre-order. Get your copy of Love Literacy today. Yep. Make this a habit. Secondly, we want you to hold that state of the relationship conversation. Get yep. very clear and make your choice. And then after that, we want you to stop judging. Yes. That's the three responses to this deterrent, and you will have great teamwork in a budding relationship. And more time and energy for the yes. positives in relationship. More time and energy to enjoy each other. Yes. Yeah. There's so much loving and living to do. You know? Get to it. You know, um, innocently enough, um, my wife and I have noticed, that, unfortunately, there are so many people who think that they can just coast through their relationship on chemistry alone. But chemistry is just a seed. It's not a trust fund. It's so true because you met each other, you like one another. Chemistry is theirs off the charts. Yeah. That is not long term that's going to hold y'all together. Remember, love takes work. We are very clear about what relationships require. Relationships are going to require you to do some work. Chemistry is initial. It is spark. It is, I mean, fireworks. Beautiful. It is not long term. 
Right. And need, if you want to be a great team, if you and your partner want to literally show up as a team, you're going to have to put in the work. It's going to require you to grow as an individual, your partner to grow as an individual. It's going to require you to change in some areas and your partner to change in some areas. Because remember, you both were individuals and now you're coming together to make this coordinated entity, right? So both people are going to have to do that work. That has to happen on both people's part because relationships are living entities. Wait, let me just pause. You do know that your relationship is a living entity, right? And I want to say that with some emphasis because you may not understand that a relationship is a breathing, closed ecosystem. That the two people that are in that relationship have control over. Yeah. So we want you to treat your relationship as a living entity. Yeah. and, And it will require work for it to be healthy. Yeah. All living things have this in common. Growth and change. If you aren't growing and changing, you're dying. That's why this is a great place to insert this week's truth trigger. This week's truth trigger is we want you to stop and ask, does my team have a pulse? Yeah. Yeah. If it's living things have pulses, they're, they're palping there. It is a full heartbeat. This week's truth trigger. Does my team have a pulse? Yeah. This week we want you to check in with your partner and get a clear Get clear on the state of your, on your teams. You know, your, your, get clear on the, on the state of your team. Mm-hmm. Ask all the questions that you want to ask. You know, I mean, because the truth is, is there. It's, it's just for you to find out what it is. And you don't have to wait till you get into this breaking point. Right. Like this struggle part. Again, now you know we are here to support you along this relationship journey. So if you find that your team has a weak post, like you ask yourself the true trigger and you're like, wait, my team has a post, but it's kind of weak. Or my team has no post. Listen, don't struggle alone. We don't get awards for struggling, y'all. Relationships is not a battle of who could be uh, the most, the person that could endure the most from their partner. That's not where relationships are. And we are going to stand up against that at every turn. So we don't want you to struggle. Go to the Win Love Works website right now and schedule a consultation. We don't want you to be a part of the statistic that says couples spend six years struggling before getting professional help. No, we want to do something about that. Yeah, we, we definitely don't want you to struggle alone. Um, Actually, in When Love Works, we created the product that we wish were available when we were, you know, finding our way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, you know, we felt like we were doing it in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, we, 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 we ran into things that spoke at us, but it didn't speak to us. Mm-hmm. And we, we wanted to change um, that. And, um, you know, so, you know, please... I, we're here to save you time, resources, and energy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, you know, so, you know, check in with us. Go to patreon.com and search winloveworks.com. Be sure to join one of the tiers to support the Win Love Works podcast so we can keep doing what we do. You can sponsor this podcast, too. Mm-hmm. If you love what we're doing, you want to sponsor it and you want your brand to be attached to it, we're, we're here for that. Listen, if we had a Win Love Works when we first started and dating and then in courtship, we would have hired us. But that's why we founded this company. 
this is this podcast alone is a labor of love. We're like we want to be in your ear, giving you the tools that we wish we had when we found when we were going through our way. Because we literally had to have the state of the relationship conversations. We literally had to get clear on serving versus being served. We literally had to have the whole okay, removing judgment from a relationship. This is the work we had to do. We wish we had these tools, and we want to save you time so you don't have to take six months even six days to go through this get the tools and support us this this podcast is a labor of love we are here for you we want to be a part of your win love works journey because we know love takes work and you want to sponsor us we are listening we are here we are ready willing and and ready to partner with you we want to hear from you even if you are already in a relationship and you may have some challenges and you're like wait i have some questions about this um i know i didn't do it on the front end it wasn't in my dating or my courtship i'm already in it i sound like the person that wrote in um at the breaking point that's okay too. We want to hear from you. Send your relationship questions in. Don't struggle alone. Email your questions to wlwdevelops at gmail.com. We'll add them to the upcoming episode and share some tools with you. Well, that's our time. Thank you for joining us. And we hope you'll join us next time for more bite-sized consciousness made actionable. Until, Until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. The joy.